Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who suffers from mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hello, my friends. We are back and happy new year. We are in 2021. This is the first episode of this new year. And you guys, I am so excited to chat about this today. This is actually not what I was planning on talking about today, but I had a listener find me on Instagram and she and I were just chatting in direct messages and she she just expressed some frustration that she has older kids and she just said, I, I wish I had known about these types of things when my kiddos were little and I, I wish I could go back. I wish I could do it again and I... I just wanted to give this mom just the biggest hug and and just let her know that she's not alone in in feeling that way because I've I've talked to many moms who wish that. And you guys, one of my very very favorite quotes ever is it was in the it was on the window of my high school and it said you can't go back and change anything but you can go forward and change everything. And it just brings to mind that scene in Home Alone where at the end of the movie, um, Kevin had encouraged the scary old man, the shovel guy, to heal his relationship with his son. And, I mean, it's this eight, nine-year-old little boy giving this grandpa words of wisdom, and the grandpa was expressing frustration about how he had not gotten to see his granddaughter grow up and because of this broken relationship with his son and Kevin the little eight nine-year-old boy encouraged this grandpa why don't you say you're sorry why don't you reach out and and apologize to him and and he essentially said like I'm afraid what if he rejects me what if he doesn't accept my apology and Kevin says well all you can do is try essentially and and just see what happens. And at the end of the movie, Kevin looks out the window when his family is home and everything's happy and all the things, and he sees this grandpa holding and hugging his granddaughter and swinging her around in the snow, and you can see him hug his son. And obviously you know that he was able to heal this broken relationship with his son. Um, And... I just think that is a beautiful, beautiful reminder. And obviously it doesn't always end up that way. Sometimes there is still harbored feelings of hurt and hate and just lack of forgiveness. And But really all we can do is try and all we can do is our best. And I just finished reading this book or listening rather to this book called Failing Forward by John Maxwell. And in this book, he talks for two and a half hours. It's a pretty short book, but he talks all about just changing your definition of failure because as long as you're alive and you're not dead in the ground or your ashes aren't 
spread across whatever, you still have time. And maybe you wanted to learn how to play the piano when you were younger and you didn't and you consider yourself a failure because you quit. Well, guess what? You're still alive. You still have breath in your lungs. You still have a day today and tomorrow and the next day and as long as who knows, whatever. But as long as you're alive, you still have time. Maybe you didn't complete it back then when you wanted to, but who said you can't try again? Who said you can't pick up this new skill or this new habit or mend this relationship now, today? Okay, maybe you didn't do as well as you wanted to in XYZ phase of life, whether it was as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a whatever. Who says you can't fix it? Who says you can't go forward and fix it and change it? Maybe your kids are grown and gone. Maybe your kids are teenagers and you wish that you would have done things differently when they were tiny. But you can't go back and change it. You can't. But you can embrace now. You can go forward and make progress. And I don't care if your kids are two, if they're not even in your home yet, if they're 12, if they're 20, if they're 37, you can change your relationship with your children. And it all starts with the vulnerability, willingness to be vulnerable, willingness to do things that scare you, and the willingness to make time for the people that matter to you. Okay, I'm going to read this poem that my mom wrote, actually, and it's just beautiful. So I'm going to read it to you. It's called Monuments by Cheryl Layton Knowlton. She's my mom. She was one of my guests on the podcasts about grace with your holidays. And this is a poem she wrote. I like to look at monuments and wonder what was done by the person standing there and what great honors won. What made your life so great? I ask the silent tranquil granite. Whose life improved? Whom did you touch while you were on the planet? I've often wished that I could do something just half as wise, that someone might then make of me a monument that size. But then I stop myself mid-thought and begin to realize I do have my own monuments before my very eyes. More than one of them have I. They live within my walls. My children... Sorry. My children are my monuments. Their laughter fills our halls. A parent's touch is all they need. My love for them I'll show. To lead and guide them while they're young. To help them as they grow. I'll take the time to play with them, although there's lots to do. For if I do my chores instead, I never will get through. And for all the tasks I do, it seems to come back in their places. Besides, I'd rather see the look of you upon their faces. I have such precious little time while I can be their guard to teach and train and mold and shape until they will be hard. For children harden with their age as statues always do. Before you know, their attitudes are bonded just like glue. Today I'll find some time to play where I thought I had none. We'll sing and dance and laugh a while until the day is done. And so, I may not ever have a monument of stone. I'd rather have a monument of real life flesh and bone.
I love that poem so, so much. And it just really helps me to put into perspective the things that matter most. And I want to read a scripture. It actually comes from the New Testament in the King James Version of the Bible. And this scripture is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. And this is the story of Mary and Martha. And uh, I'm just going to read it. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. For some context, for those of you who may not know what's happening in this story, Jesus is visiting Mary and Martha, and Mary is taking the time to sit and to listen to him and to be with him and to enjoy his company. And Martha is busy serving and cleaning and cooking and I'm sure tidying and whatever, making sure the bathroom is clean for him to be able to use it, right? She has good intentions, She has good intentions, but he says to her, Mary hath chosen that good part. And he's almost reprimanding Martha a little like, girlfriend, it's all right. If you've got some dirty toilets, it's all right. If there's some dishes in your sink, I'm only going to be here for a little while. So hang out with me. Don't do the dishes while I'm here. Wait until I leave because those things can happen later, right? And obviously I'm modernizing that. (laughs) But how often do we as moms get lost in the stuff that doesn't matter? It doesn't matter, right? I am so, so, so guilty of this because I know that I feel happy and successful when our home is clean. I know that I feel happy and successful when my sink is empty, when my floors are clean, when all the toys are put away and things are tidy and in their place and organized and whatever. And it makes me anxious (laughs) to have stuff everywhere. And there's been so many times where the Holy Ghost has just whispered to my mind and my heart, Choose that good part or make it fun. Let your kids help you with the laundry instead of freaking out at them because they're making a mess and you're trying to get stuff done, right? Make it fun. Let them help you with the laundry or enjoy the fact that they're playing together and making a mess and it's okay because messes can be cleaned up, right? I remember so vividly I was reading this book called Grace Not Perfection by Emily Lay, and that book is actually what spawned the idea for this podcast because I loved her message so much and my brain just like went wild of things that I wanted to share about this concept of giving yourself grace as a mom. And in it, she specifically talks about how she really likes to have a clean house and 
how she has made it work for her in a functional way. And oh my gosh, I gleaned so much wisdom from that book. So seriously, 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 mama, if you are someone who struggles with perfectionism, because hello, you're listening to this podcast and you need to learn how to give yourself more grace as a mom. So you would probably love that book. Love that book. Okay. Grace, Not Perfection by Emily Lay. L-E-Y is how you spell her last name. Okay. But there's a whole chapter dedicated to giving your children grace when they make messes. And I read that part of the book in the morning before my kids woke up as part of my miracle morning, right? See episode six, I think it is for more on that. And I remember nursing my baby and turning around (laughs) and my kids had pulled out every piece of clothing from her dresser all over the floor, all over the floor. And the old me would have literally screamed shrieked, freaked out at them, screaming, oh my ever-living gosh, why did you do that? And I remember I took a deep breath (laughs) and those urges still came up, like just being clear, okay? Those urges still came up to lose my cool, okay? But I took a deep breath and I remembered what I read that morning and I just said, did you guys have fun? And my son looked at me like, who are you and what have you done with my mom? And I was like, did you have fun? Was it fun to make this huge mess? And I like meant it with my tone. It wasn't like a sarcastic like, well, I hope you had fun. You know, it was like, did you have fun? And they were like, yeah, it was really fun. And I was like, well, great. Messes can be cleaned up. So as long as you guys just help me clean this up later, I'm glad you guys had fun. Right? And I still, you know, they got to be accountable for their choices. They got to help me clean up. I'm not going to do it completely for them. They, there are consequences to their actions, but I don't have to freak out at them. Right. And seriously, that book really opened my eyes to how I can be a better mom each and every day. There's, uh, I was actually speaking to my older sister about this over, over the holiday And she shared something with me that I loved, and I want to share it with you, that motherhood is like a triangle. And one point of the triangle, you have your sanity. At one point of the triangle, you have playing with your kids or hanging out with your teenagers or spending time with your adult children or whatever, right? Playing with your kids. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have a clean home. And you can really only have two points of the triangle on the same day for the most part. There's times when you can have all three points of the triangle, but those days are like a miracle and they're few and far between, right? So again, the three points of the triangle are your sanity, playing with your children, and a clean house. So if you think about it, you can have your sanity and a clean house. That's great. But guess what? At least for me, those days are the days that I did not play with my children at all. They played with each other, which is great and fine. They watched movies, which is great and fine. But I can't do that every single day because my children are my monuments, right? And just like that poem said, if I just keep doing all the chores, there will never be time to play, right? And then there's the other end of the spectrum. Yes, I can have a clean home and play with my children, But guess what? My sanity is gone because I feel so spread thin of like trying to play with them and trying to have this clean home. 
and it didn't really work out, so I just feel completely spent. Completely spent, spent, right? And then there's the other end of the triangle where you can have your sanity and you can be playing with your children, but your house is a complete wreck, right? And it is so, so true. And just knowing that and recognizing it for yourself, mama, that you're not alone in that. That is motherhood, right? That is motherhood. And so just know if you have a messy house, but you played with your kids, give yourself a pat on the back. If you didn't play with your kids, but your home is clean today, give yourself a pat on the back and play with them tomorrow. And if you have your sanity, (laughs) that's the one thing that will really, really, really help you be the mom you want to be and not lose your cool, right? So just giving yourself grace to not have all three points of that triangle every single day. Okay? Okay. There's a quote by this woman that I really love and admire. Her name is Marjorie Pay Hinckley. She's actually, she's died, but um, I love, love, love this quote. So I'm going to read it to you. I don't want to drive up to the pearly gates in a shiny sports car, wearing beautifully tailored clothes, my hair expertly coiffed, and with long, perfectly manicured fingernails. I want to drive up in a station wagon that has mud on the wheels from taking kids to scout camp. I want to be there with a smudge of peanut butter on my shirt from making sandwiches for sick, for a sick neighbor's children. I want to be there with a little dirt under my fingernails from helping to weed someone's garden. I want to be there with children's sticky kisses on my cheeks and the tears of a friend on my shoulder. I want the Lord to know I was really here and that I really lived. I love that. I love that. And as mamas, if we can live life that way, how much more fulfilled will we be if we give ourselves the grace to know perfection doesn't exist and If we just strive to do our best each and every day and give ourselves the grace on the areas that we fall short, how much more fulfilled will we be in our life? Okay. With all of this said, I really, really, really want to drive the point home that it's okay to take time for yourself. This is not me saying you have to always be cleaning your house or playing with your children. That's it. That's all. That is not true. If that was true, I wouldn't be sitting here in my closet right now recording this podcast for you. I'm not cleaning my house right now. I'm not playing with my children. They're out with their dad at Walmart doing some shopping. My baby is asleep, right? I'm not spending time with my children right now and I'm not cleaning my house right now. But this is a desire that I have on my heart to spread this mission and to spread this message with you. And that's my passion. That's my purpose. That lights me up and fuels me. And it makes me a better mom because I have passions outside of motherhood. Okay. So for more on that, go back and listen to my podcast called Grace With Your Life's Calling. This is not me saying that in order to be sane, you have to always be cleaning or always be playing with your children. You are allowed to have passions. You are allowed to have interests. You are allowed to have likes and you are allowed to have hobbies. Okay. But your children deserve your presence when it's time to be present. And that means put your phone down. Put your phone in another room. Play. 
Yes, take cute pictures and record cute videos every once in a while. Yes, get on social media and see what your friend is up to. But don't waste the day away and lose this precious time that we have with with our people. Whether they're tiny, teenagers, or adults, you still have time to play. You still have time to hang out. You still have time to be together. You still have time to mend relationships that are broken. One last thing I want to say before we close it out is I set a goal last year in 2020 to just take 15 minutes to play with my children, to put my phone down, to have no interruptions, like literally my phone is in another room and we're just going to play and we're going to play whatever they want to. And you guys, this isn't an hour. This isn't three hours. This isn't seven hours. This is 15 minutes. And I would literally set a timer, like 15 minutes, Bryn, so that I wouldn't like look at my clock a million times. Has it been 15 minutes? Has it been 15 minutes? And I would tell my kids, all right, guys, I'm not doing anything else. I'm not doing the laundry. I'm not doing the dishes. I'm not going to text anyone. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to do anything else, but just play with you guys. What do you want to play? And for 15 minutes, we would do whatever. And we'd, sometimes they want to read books. Sometimes they want to sit and play catch. Sometimes they want to go jump on the tramp with me. Sometimes they want to go outside and go on a little walk. Sometimes they want to play Barbies. Sometimes they want to play animals and dinosaurs. Sometimes they want to, whatever, right? Mario Kart, whatever. And it would always, always fill me up. Always. And there were days that my timer would go off and I'd say, okay, guys, that's all I can do right now. I got to go, whatever, fold the laundry, start dinner, whatever. I have responsibilities, right? But it always filled me up to spend those 15 minutes with them. And a lot of days when I didn't have other things to do, I wanted to continue. My timer would go off and I would be like, you know what? Yeah, I've got dishes to do or laundry to do or dinner to start or whatever, but I don't want to right now. I want to keep playing and I would just keep playing with them. And it has literally become one of my favorite parts of my day. And it just starts with 15 minutes. And so I don't know what that looks like for you and your children and the ages that they are, but maybe that looks like, you know what, for 15 minutes, I'm going to put my phone down and I'm just going to ask them how school was today. For 15 minutes, I'm going to ask them about their friends and find out how that party was or whatever. For 15 minutes, I'm going to call my adult child and see how he or she is and just catch up on life, right? So I want to challenge and encourage you to make time to play, make time for that quality time. And remember that it's never, ever, ever too late. Okay? I love you guys. I believe in you. Until next time. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. 
Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace. Thank you.